Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Final Space, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Michelle Ander. Hello. Alex Bonilla. Chookity chook chook chook. And John, John McKenna. Hi, everybody. Uh, today we're talking Final Space Chapter 9, uh, the wow. second to last um, episode in Season 1 of Final Space um, that uh, online this week on TBS and On Demand. Uh, we talk Final Space every, every week here on the Overly Animated Podcast. You can find us at OverlyAnimated.com or search for Final Space, Overly Animated on iTunes. Subscribe there or on YouTube to not miss any of our future Final Space podcasts, including the finale next week. We'll definitely be getting into that. Um, but there's a lot to get into with this Chapter 9 penultimate episode. Make sure you've seen this spoilers big spoilers for all of chapter nine of final space uh but yeah let's get into it michelle what are your reactions to chapter nine Mm, it's okay it's okay (laughs) i honestly i was way more high on episode seven than i was on eight or nine Okay. That one I thought was pretty stellar. And like that one made me care about Avocado a lot more. I felt like in a way, in a weird way, his absence like hit home that he was yeah. dead for real more than his immediate death did. And I wasn't expecting that, but like it was great. And all the stuff with little Kato was great. Yeah, I mean we all miss we all miss yeah. Avocado. But what about this episode? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh I mean, I think some things and it were good kevin you know is always it's a big kevin gonna episode be the michelle best. every episode since episode like three has been the big kevin episode <laughs> in my opinion he's always been awesome but yeah he definitely stepped up once again this time around i mean i think the thing that's like keeping me from really enjoying it is just like gary quinn stuff but that's like you know that it is what it is and we can talk about it more later but like i don't think this was bad you know, I don't think there's been a bad episode in this show, but uh, I don't know. I, I wasn't super high on this one, honestly. Okay. Um, I mean, we'll definitely talk Gary Quinn, as always, a hot to hot discussion topic <laughs> on this podcast. Alex, what did you think of Chapter 9? Man, like, I, I agree with Michelle that the Gary Quinn stuff, like, keeps this from being a perfect episode. But at the same time, like, I, in the moment of watching it, I was just so impressed with the entire product. Especially the, the final half just looks so gorgeous to watch. And at the end, like, I, I'm pretty hyped for the finale after this. And I think that's the point of this episode. Like, it is the lead up to the grand finale. And, like, this episode does a really good job of just, like, h- hyping me up and getting me excited for what's going to happen next. Like, once again, Final Space, it's the, I think its strongest point is its climaxes, and it does that very well in this episode. The, the rest of the stuff is fine. Like, it, there's nothing that really stands out as amazing in the first half, but nothing that really stands out as bad in the first half either. So, in the end, it was just a, an a enjoyable experience from beginning to end. Uh, Tribor was a, a, a wrench. Tribor! Uh, oh, I didn't want to mention yeah. that. Oh. Yeah, like, he was yeah. okay at times and not okay at times. Like, but just, like, all together... I'd say it's a very strong episode, and it was one that I was happy to watch. Like, I didn't really have any problems with it at the end, and so I'd say that's good. (laughs) Tribor. Okay. Uh, I'll talk a lot more about Tribor. John, what did you think of Chapter 9? I'm actually a bit more high on the Gary Quinn stuff, honestly, because even though I thought, even though this is so corny, I love how just deliberately corny it is. So, and I I feel like the show's kind of making fun of itself a little bit there. But it did detract it all from this episode, which I thought was really amazing. It's I actually I think it might be my favorite of the whole series so far. Okay. 
yeah, uh, Tribor coming back, yay. Uh, and our, the Kevin fam, hash, or Kev yes! fam. Yeah. The Kevin Kev, fam! Actual Kev, fam, yeah. The Kev fam. Uh, that was that I thought that was so funny. It's like, oh my god, Kevin's actually not useless. Which is great. Well, uh, he was never useless. It's just yeah, Gary but... that does not recognize his talents. Exactly. <laughs> he welded a bathroom shut. How was that uh, useful? You know, he's not perfect, but he was <laughs> try an awful lot of the time. Uh, yes, he tried. I mean, it was a good welding job, I guess, but other than that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it I, it set it set you up for the finale really well. Um, again, David Tennant for like the t- few lines he had, excellent as usual. Uh, fantastic episode. I have sympathy for the guy in the toilet of the bar, and yeah, we're gonna get it. to him. Oh yeah, we'll talk about that. We're gonna yeah. talk about that guy. Yeah. Okay. Um, I thought chapter nine was uh, so fucking good. Oh my goodness. Uh, I think this might be the best episode of the show. Uh, I think <laughs> it's it's uh, it's it, everything hit. Um, I think, I think the Gary Quinn stuff is a, is depending on your viewpoint is a potential wrench. Um, but it's like, if you, again, much like episode four, which this is very similar to, if you can isolate Gary Quinn just to this episode, I think it's, it's sweet. You know, the problematic stuff is, uh, what it's founded on. And this episode does attempt to, to address it. I don't think to like at a satisfactory extent, but, um, like they are, they are cute in this episode. But the biggest thing is how gorgeous this episode is. Oh my goodness. Yes. The second the half animation of animation is amazing yeah honestly. i mean honestly i'm not sure that i've i've seen a much i mean legend of Korra, but outside of that i don't know if i've seen a more gorgeous episode of, of animated television it's it's incredible the, the second half of this like holy crap um i mean it was they, i mean it's beautiful don't get me wrong but i'm going through all the brick and some of the rick and morty scene no no definitely don't agree with that definitely in terms of in i think this is i think this is more gorgeous than most of steven universe maybe yeah steven universe its fine points are on the backgrounds but like this the anime the actual animation the moving of objects and like Mm -hmm. the the ship maneuvering through the shrapnel uh meshing that with the with the orchestral music going on in the background like that entire sequence is just beautiful and it's because of the fact that they are willing to move like the the way they manage the motion of all the objects going on and the uh, Gary and Quinn floating through the sky with a bunch of other stuff going on yeah. like it, it's all so messy but at the same time like it feels so clean uh, i don't i don't know how it to was, describe it it but. all it all bl- it all blended together really well i will say that yeah it, the, the floating the floating sequence the the uh, swimming down to rescue Quinn sequence were just absolutely the lava, nice. yeah. Yeah. The lava, yeah. This show is animated in Toon Boom. I don't know how they fucking oh make it God. look this good and it's animated in Toon Boom. I mean, that's, software that's awesome. agnostic to a certain extent. Yeah, but like, this, wow. Um, for, this, this show for, is, for, is... For our listeners that have no idea what Toon Boom is, can you clarify? I don't know that much either, but there's definitely... It's a program that's it's a program. Yeah, it, it's, there's a lot of quote-unquote bad-looking shows that are animated in Toon Boom. So, to, like, this is definitely the best that I've seen. And, like, uh, wow, it's it's incredible. Um, but uh, I, I think the whole episode's fantastic. We're underrating Tribor to an incredible extent. Resistance leader Tribor is so good, so funny. And they, one of my favorite gags the entire show by far. Oh, my God, I love Resistance leader Tribor. The Kevin family gag is great. Um, the show, the episode is just really funny. The dramatic sequences are incredible. Like it's, it's, it's very similar for me to episode four with like the dramatic sequences being the high point, gorgeous, gorgeous sequences. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just, I absolutely love it. The story is a, a great self-contained unit. I love the animation of like earth, uh, the earth ending and like being sucked into, into space. Um, 
Uh, yeah, I just, th- this is, this is like what I'm more looking for, I guess, than, um, than seven and eight, which is interesting because I don't think there's anything narratively ambitious in, in this episode. And like eight, I called like, uh, narratively underwhelming or basic. Uh, yep, and, and for, I would agree with that. And for me, eight was like, there wasn't a lot going on and it was disappointing. This episode for me is, um, there's not going a lot going on and I love it because it's, it, it's, um, it's such a great unit and, um, it, it works so well with, with what we're trying to do. Uh, so yeah, I was just hugely impressed by, by chapter nine and, um, I just, I think it's so fucking fantastic. I, I'm blown away by the production values in the show. Um, oh yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's def- it definitely what I love the end of the world shot in New York. I also love the little a shot they threw out. It's like, oh, it looks no worse than it did last time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In New York. That, was like, good, um, that was a good line. Yeah, well, we, see, the, the interesting point is, I feel like this this is this the episode with the least jokes in the entire show. Um, I mean, I don't, I think that it's a it's it's a, around the last few. I think I think resistantly leader yeah. Tybor is all jokes. Kevin stuff is all jokes. Um, That's true. I, I guess I'm just pointing to like this episode in particular having a very somber, serious tone more so than. Well, I guess we've been ramping up to it in previous episodes. You're right. Like in this episode, it particularly stood out, and it works so well because of like the the great animation and and action that you have going on with it. So it, it matches perfectly. Yeah. It, I, I felt a lot of jokes were situational. Like there were, there were definitely fewer of them, but they sort of blend, but they at least blended with the plot elements a bit more, so they just didn't stick out as much. Yeah, I, I do think that this, as opposed to like episode four, which are like first half funny, second half dramatic. I think this episode um, blends the two a little bit um, more, and I think they're getting better at that. Um, in, in terms of in terms of plot stuff, I think like the show hasn't done what at least I would thought it would do, which is kind of go crazy narrative wise. Like the last two episodes, this and eight and nine have been pretty pretty low key narratively. Like this is another episode. It's just it's a it's a self contained set piece of we're going to Earth to get the bomb and that's all we do, and then we're just setting up a war in the last episode. So to it's interesting because the show hasn't gone huge narratively; it's gone huge visually. Um, not really what I was expecting. And I think it's, it's like not worked as much in eight, although it was a very good episode and worked really well here. Interested to see where the finale goes with this. If we do go big narratively at all. Um, yeah, Alex, do you agree with that? That we've been, we haven't been, been going too much story wise, uh, out there. Well, I, I would disagree with episode eight be, not being that ambitious. Like we're going inside the mind of a titan, and like <laughs> right, I think like con- the, con- that, that conceptually alone yeah. is a bit. We, we just we discussed it in, in eight. Conceptually, you know, uh, kind of crazy. But um, in terms of the amount of things we're doing, we haven't still haven't done timeline stuff. You know, Nightfall's not here now. Yeah, the, the 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 lack of time travel, I agree, is like something that we kind of were hoping was gonna get into. But mm-hmm. like that that that's a decent thing that you could save for a future season if you want like especially how close we are to the finale but uh, I, I will agree that this this episode in particular like it, it's very linear but somehow it 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 never feels boring like it it, not, it it keeps moving so like in that sense I'm fine with the a linear narrative even if it is like get get the bomb oh it's not here let we need to find it somewhere else like it, it it's straightforward, but they do enough in the in between to fill it out with action sequences or with the Gary Quinn dialogue, uh, with the occasional Kevin joke. They do enough to fill to fill it out so that it doesn't feel like okay, when are we getting to the next part? When are we getting to the next part? 
Yeah. Um and and I think we've underrated the romance aspect of this episode so far. Like this is this is a Gary Quinn romance at the end of the world uh like aesthetic. Like basically is what we're doing here. Um yeah, it and, is. Yeah. and um I think it's like it's goes super hard in on that and i think depending on your feelings in gary quinn like it could it could hamper the episode to a certain extent um i want to hold off on gary quinn for a second because i know we are uh that that's our most uh frequent discussion topic but because i want to get into resistance leader tribor first i feel like that's <laughs> honestly my number one thing from this episode and they're like really <laughs> like we, we heard the, the the big return of tribor a big arc and we got it <laughs> He is. is this an arc? Is it really? He went through an arc <laughs> off screen. Episode. It was an off screen arc, but it was, you know, but he's, he's here. He tells us about his arc later. He says, uh, they needed, they needed a leader. The only one that could fulfill that criteria. Yeah. It was Tribor. Um, one pure of heart, but at the same time, a, yeah. That's not much of an off screen arc. Slipping through Quinn's un- underpants. Scars, her scarf, too. Yeah. Yeah, he says he needed to go deep cover. That's why. That's why he took. This oh my god! Clothes. Is that what they call it? <laughs> that's why he took her clothes. Uh, Gary, he he shows up and uh, he shoots a smiley face in the guy, and then Gary says, "Hey, guy, I don't know who you are, but I like how you keep shooting people out even after they're dead," <laughs> which is so good. Oh my god! Pew pew pew. Yeah, and then Tribor's fangirl. Uh, uh, girl Gary. That's no, Girl Gary. I don't no. know about that, but she's she's so funny with Tribor. I mean, I think if you want to look at her in the context of the uh male male perspective that the show is, then uh, you could you can not like her. I think she's in relation to it's like it's fucking Tribor and she's like <laughs> treating him this way. I found it so funny. Um really everything Tribor's saying, and then they're like all asking him asking him questions. So like his his ask himself a question, answer the question type of uh comedy is like really paying off here. Uh, uh, I, I will say the the one line that stood out to me is one that's actually not in that. Like when uh, Mooncake is uh, getting Gary and Quinn out, he's like, "Not that impressive." <laughs> yeah, like the, mm-hmm. that's like the one time he breaks from his templates. Yeah, just like that's that's good. And then at the end too, with Mooncake, he's like, "I don't really know him, but he seems very popular." He seems yeah. very popular. <laughs> that was the one line I really appreciated from him. No, every all of Tribor's no, lines. No, his Michelle. humor is not my cup of tea. No, no. Tri- tri- I, I'm Team Captain Man and Tribor. Both, both of them. Captain, so no, no I, I'll say that the the fangirl is very one note. It's like if if that feels a little dis, I feel like the show can do better than that. So like, I, mean, I think she was in like was just a waste. It was like a minute and a half that she was in. You know, yeah, she just, just she just pieced after yeah. she, her yeah. admiration became clear. She did her job, and then right. I, th- I think I think the show deli- it's deliberately that. one note. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, but deliberate doesn't make it funny. I thought it was very funny. Oh my I thought goodness. it was. I thought it was good. Every, try, um, resisted the concept of taking this uh, fucking stupid sidekick character to Quinn and then turning her, turning him into the resistance leader. Um, it's like a parody of all these space resistance things, and uh, he's just he's so good. Oh my god, this is the payoff I've been waiting for with Tribor. I love it, John. What do you what do you think of Tribor? That yeah, I absolutely loved it. It was so funny. It's and it's still um and yeah, it's I know the the one fangirl thing. It's it's so unbelievably stupid because it's like, oh, <laughs> it's fucking Tribor. I mean, uh, sucking up like that to maybe Hugh, I can understand, not Tribor. He but... was a faceless AI. That would also be unbelievable. Yeah, but it, it's just, it was so ridiculous, so over the top. It, it's like, you, it's one of those things like, you know, things are going to still work out in the end when you see that because it's like, they're not going to make it just over the top ridiculous. It puts you at ease and makes you forget that it's the end of the world. Yeah. Which was kind of fun, which was great. 
Yeah, it's, it's just so perfect this episode. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I, I guess I get not connecting with the character. Yeah. Um, also, I love how his big dramatic speech, and then like she takes the flag and holds it behind him, and has the wind blowing. Yeah. It, it's like, sure, why not? <laughs> they they went all in on <laughs> resistance leader. It's so good. It's so good. Um. Yeah, Alex. Any additional comments? Yeah, I mean, Trapboard tra- is fine. Like he it, fine. <laughs> Yeah, he he's, our, sa- he's our savior. Character, but like he, he has his moments. And he sa- Alex, I, he I, saved all he, of us. Huh? He saved all of us. He's the resistance leader. Did he though? <laughs> <laughs> he did but, save them. He did come in and shoot the guys that were that were about to kill them. At least he did that. Sure. Well, yeah, like he did enough for me to be okay with him appearing in the finale. Because if we're calling this an arc, then I would hope he has more than one episode. So hopefully he does something in the finale. And if he does, I'm I'm here for it. He 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 is capable of being a funny character, but yeah, the fangirl get get her away. Uh, well, she is gone already. But uh, they t- no, Good. her arc, his arc was off screen. He went from <laughs> he went from well, being then Quinn's that's stupid a, that's false advertising. Well, sure, mm-hmm. but this whole character is is a parody, right? Like he went from being uh, off screen to his uh, his to from being Quid's stupid sidekick to the leader of the Earth Resistance. Like it's great. It's just, honestly, I don't feel like it's earned, though, because it's just like, bam, oh, he's here and relevant to the plot again. Haven't seen him for three episodes, yeah. but this is happening. Well, That's my beef. I just, I obviously, just yeah, think I think it it's intentionally not. He's a, it's he's intentionally a not character. Yeah. It's, it's supposed to be not earned. Um, I guess I can, yeah. I mean, if you don't connect with it, you don't connect with it. Um, you know, definitely, I mean, clearly it's not, it's on purpose. It's like, oh, this all happened off screen. Ha ha. Right, right. Yeah, I, the, 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 I think pa- parody, I think, is a real big element of this show. And I think once, uh, for me personally, once I settled into that, I, I was going to say, like, there's a parody element in there that, you know, this show is just going to run with. So I feel like it's gro- It's definitely grown on me, at least, that they've kept that going. And I feel like it's definitely more, I don't want to say it's more serious show because of it, but I'm taking it more seriously, knowing that it's comfortable being a parody, almost. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think that's the whole Tribor character. Um, okay, let's talk Let's talk Kevin, Michelle, because oh, yes. it's a big Kevin episode. It is a big Kevin episode. First of all, he has a mech suit. <laughs> you just have it! And Gary even comments about it. He's like, you just had a mech suit lying around? He's like, yeah, so. Yeah, he just had it the whole time? Yep. It's yep, so good. <laughs> yeah, it's that- very on brand of Kevin to say that. Yeah, while we're all talking about Tribor, it's like, Kevin has a mech suit that he just pulled out of nowhere. Yeah, it's kind of all throughout the whole episode is random stuff, yeah. Um, well, but see, Kevin has enough did, free time yeah, on his hands. Exactly. We time. didn't see Tribor for character. months, you know? Like, he's, yeah. he's on his own doing stuff. Anyway, um, we also meet other Kevins. Michelle, how crazy were you going? It was so good because they were, like, fan-Kevining about our Kevin. And he, like, fan he Kevin-ing. looks <laughs> scrappy and, like, scratched up. He's, like, the cool Kevin. And, you know, they thought he was awesome. So he's like, oh, shoot, shoot those guys, not us. Like, anything for a Kevin. It was just so perfect. Kevin is underrated. And he finally got his thumbs up that he deserved this time around. Painfully and with I know. That it was so good. Seeing, seeing Gary struggle with a thumbs up is very gratifying. As, as someone who's on Kevin's side in the Kevin-Gary debate. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's, that, was, that was great. Uh, Quinn's like, give him something. He's like, what well, should and, I give him? Thumbs yeah. up. Yeah. And it's like, I switch. So good. And then, uh, yeah, and then we're best friends now. <laughs> <with> Kevin. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's great. Another another Kevin moment I loved from earlier in the episode is when they're about to leave and Kevin's like, or after Quinn's speech uh, about about what they need to do, Kevin's like, count me out later. Yeah, <laughs> and he disappears from the episode after that. Like, yeah, I don't think, I don't even think he appears in that ending shot where everybody's hugging Mooncake. Like, Kevin's not there. Part of uh, Kevin is so unpredictable. I think I think he's at the end. I think he's there. I, did, um, I don't remember honestly. He was, he was in the ship, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he's 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 very vital to the. Yeah, <laughs> don't don't deny Kevin's role. Um, yeah, Michelle, what do you what do you think? What's your fan theory about the uh, the Kevin family? How are like how are they related? Um, they're building the same factory by the same company. That's as far as. But like they have like a deep Kevin bond that you know. How did they establish that Kevin bond? being in the same factory and just being the Kevin with the certain personality chip that was implanted in them. I mean, it's very straightforward. It's not like a crazy thing. It makes are, total sense. Are all Kevins called Kevin, Michelle? Yeah, unless like, I don't know, if you got a bunch of Kevins together alone for like a long, long time somewhere remote in space, maybe they would like change it up. Maybe they'd be like an alpha Kevin. But if well, it's just one on one, they probably just call themselves Kevin. So, look, this is just like that movie Wally, where there are a bunch of Evas because they yeah. all have the same model number, you know. Mm-hmm. So they're but all the same Kevin. Yeah, but at the same time, we have our Eva because she has a personality we can like. Yeah. Event- she eventually develops, and this Kevin as well is different from our yeah. other Kevins because we've Kevin. grown with him. We've seen <laughs> him do useful things. And so. again, he is the scrappiest one, so yeah. he kind of is the leader. The comparison, Kevin is special. The Mark comparison Kevin I was special. thinking of was like being on a planet of Jerry's. But I was yeah, like, no, 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 wait, nope, this Kevin yeah. is more useful than one Jerry. So Yeah, Kevin over Jerry. Um, but yeah, uh, well, uh, that was great. The whole family of Kevins. It's a good, I think that's a good payoff to Kevin's character. I wonder if we'll get big Kevin moments in the finale. I hope so. That is like my number one priority. <laughs> that's your number one priority. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we, we we mostly talked about it already, but the dramatic moments at the end um, with uh, Gary going after uh, Quinn after she gets, like, hit by the debris and uh, Mooncake's helping, and then there's, like, the magma, and, like, Mooncake shoots the, the beam through the magma, and then, like, the Lord Commander sees that, uh, like, up in space. I thought that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then at the end, uh, and the, the last uh, sequence with... Um, everything being sucked up and Gary and Quinn are like going to the sky and they're they're they like join forces on a daily basis we'll talk about their whole romantic arc and maybe um, well see the the thing is I think we need to talk about it before we talk about the climats because part of what makes the climats um so interesting is the fact that like they're they're embraced together and it's like the culmination of all the romance stuff we've had in the rest of the episode that that adds to right. the impact I mean I mean just on yeah at the very least on a um visual level um, hashtag aesthetic no it was <laughs> it, visually it was very good like yeah. it was incredibly engaging the music was working really well to project this very epic atmosphere and it held strong till the end and i think that's like that's really awesome like they did a really good job in that department yeah in the in the in the gary going after quinn sequence you had this uh incredible um like interstellar type soundings uh mm-hmm. tense tense score it was it was so good and then in the the everything being like uh sucked to the sky sequence you had um what i assume is a uh, original song by composer shelby mary 
um who uh but check the final space subreddit if you want complete <laughs> song details because we're recording this at a time um but yeah i love that song and how it matched the the mood of of that scene. yeah yeah that was my, that was the highlight song for me that episode yeah just that i mean that sequence of that of uh them floating into the sky that's that's like yeah it's so it's so incredible oh my goodness okay let's talk gary quinn okay Okay. I tried to get okay. a decent amount of discussion in before the people were pissed at us uh, being mad at Gary Quinn <laughs> before we got to it. But um we've been skeptical of their romance. We thought it we, we a summary is we basically thought it started from a bad foundation with Gary like um you know going to jail for like uh trying to approach this woman who he had no no idea and then screwing everything up and then this episode addresses that by meeting the guy who we trapped in the in the bathroom. Um and uh it's been on and off, I guess, throughout the, like, I guess our big episodes four, where we thought it was done pretty well with Quinn, um, being skeptical of him. Five, we didn't love it as much, uh, with, uh, this, this theme of trusting Gary. Uh, last episode eight was a big one for the two of them, uh, with, uh, Quinn witnessing Gary and his dad seen on the monitor and seeing like um, what he's going through. And she seemed a lot more sympathetic to him from that point on. And that carries into this episode where she's pretty, uh, pretty well open to his advances, it seems like. And, um, like she puts up resistance while they're fighting. Um, but it's more of like, I can't concentrate on that right now. Yeah. That uh, was a dumb time to ask about getting, you know, drinks. And, and it continues the theme of Gary wearing Gwyn down, unfortunately. Yeah, like, how is she supposed to like, con- and she even like has that line, which makes me think this sh- the episode's a-, a bit self-aware of, you know, what a ridiculous thing that is to ask someone when they're trying to concentrate on not getting killed. To be like, this is all I can think about, Quinn. I want to know if you'll go on a date with me. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's definitely aware during that scene. And it's, um, it's like Gary's just gary and he can't you know that's that's what he's doing in that moment um but uh he said, eventually said yeah i'll get a drink with you and then they have their drink uh their first date uh having drinks at the bar when they get there with the apocalypse guy in the background um and uh that that scene is gorgeous too um and then um they're like holding hands underwater I'm not um, gonna lie like that that uh, moment was, was that was sweet. <laughs> Yeah, what, when they're holding hands, that one. Yeah, they're not I, I, able to swim as well. Only trying to paddle down with one hand, though. <laughs> it's not practical. I, I was distracted by how beautiful the ocean looked. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It was, it, was, it was a good moment. And then um, yeah. he says, uh, chances of some lip to lip action, uh, moderate. Uh, good lord, my slacks are tightening. Oh um, my god. <laughs> He did say that. It's uh, I was like, "This is." Uh, I thought. Th- I thought that was funny. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's bad, but it was. It's like, yeah, it was like, wasn't bad. It was actually a very like fine line. I was just like, oh, "Okay, I don't want to think about your slacks, though, bro." <laughs> you like, don't want to think, think about Gary's slacks tightening. It's a great. It's it's a Gary line. It's a good. Yeah, Gary it's a line. very Gary line. Yeah, moderate. Good lord, my slacks are tightening. Okay, um, <laughs> and he's like, "This is actually a pretty good first date." Uh, Quinn's hit by the breed. Gary's going after, and then um, later they're being sucked up, and. Uh, uh, then uh, would you want to join forces with me on a daily basis? Uh, maybe. And uh, he's he's happy about maybe. And then they hug. I love how he just has such low bars of success. <laughs> she said maybe. Yeah, I have a possibility. I mean, depending on where they started, I mean, uh, that, that yeah, I mean, means a lot coming from Quinn at this yeah. point. After, after sending her, her videos with no response for yeah. five years, I think this is a big step. Yeah. Um, Michelle, what are, you, what are your feelings on what's presented with the Gary and Quinn, Quinn romance in this episode. Were you, were you into it at all? I think at the very, 
very end um, when they're floating up. And yeah, they have an exchange where he's like, what do you think about going on adventures and joining up on a regular basis? She's like, yeah, it's a hard maybe. And he's like, woohoo! Like, I thought that was genuinely sweet. Um, But I mean, I think the thing I was always hoping that would happen with Gary and Quinn was not that Quinn would come around and just see that he's a great guy, but that Gary would actually evolve because he even he even spelled out like why he likes Quinn in this episode. She's like, "Why do you even like me, Gary? You you don't know me that well." And he's like, "You're everything. Like I'm not." Oh, I forgot and about that so, part. Right. Yeah, but Gary doesn't take that to then you know stop being gary like he's very consistently himself the entire show he doesn't really evolve it's really about quinn coming around and just like appreciating who he is um and i think that's kind of like a bummer you know but like you know that aside i mean and aside from you know him trying to like ask her to go on a date you know under the circumstances being as crazy as they are um when she when she pushes him out of the way um, and she gets knocked unconscious and we have that extended sequence, I just like I hate that the show damseled her. I mean, like I get why they wanted to do it to make it this big heroic thing for Gary to like swim down in the animation, you know, you know, and they're they're just the the show's like putting so much weight on him just like swimming down to rescue her and Hugh even is saying like oh Gary I don't think you should do this and he's like but I have to because it's like the right noble thing to do like he doesn't say that but like that's essentially like what's going down um and it's just I I don't like it it just doesn't I mean I guess you could argue like oh it's like an equal thing because she saves him first but like she saves him and then she's like immediately locked out and then like all the weight and attention is put on Gary like going down and grabbing her and then dodging all the lava that's like conveniently attacking him in this path and then them floating up and then she's like finally awake and she's like oh wow what a wonderful person who did this for me and like it's a great thing that he did that but it still feels kind of weird and kind of stacked in Gary's favor and I, I still don't think he it's just you know I just feel like there were some missed opportunities with his character growth um number one but I mean there were some genuinely sweet moments but I mean it's episode nine so I think we're basically you know they're like together more or less at this point so unless something really incredible happens like the last episode this is kind of what they are now and I mean, I think that's like fine, but I don't think it's great. Uh, I think I think the rebuttal to that is that Gary is has actually sort of earned this episode, I think, because in the beginning, when he's introduced, he's trying to impress Quinn. He wrecks a bunch of spacecraft and lands in jail. Uh, but since then, he's at, even though he personality wise, it's still very much the same. We've gotten a lot more depth and clarity into it. Uh, think of, so since then, he's actually flown into the surface of a sun and actually broke into inner space, which, you know, nobody thought he was going to do that, but he did it anyway. We learned about his relationship with his father. Uh, we saw him. He's really has sort of taken the lead a little, a lot more in the, in his role as quote unquote captain Gary. So he is becoming more useful. There is a lot more depth to his character. Is he still kind of, you know, this sort of a lovesick puppy? Yes, he is. But, and he's going to have the bravado. It's, going to be part of his character a lot but and i criticized him in the beginning because i felt like it was it's the kind of personality that gets grating after a while but one thing that this show has done very well is that they've incorporated all his 
like the stuff that he's been able to actually successfully do, uh, the depth, the depth of his relationship with his father, depth of his relationship with other people, how he's been loving to say Mooncake, for example, at least. And I feel like even though Quinn might have been damseled somewhat by getting knocked on the head, which I'm still not sure how that's possible, given that rock was moving very slowly and it was underwater. Mm-hmm. Plot, plot reasons. That's that's how physics question. Um, but. I think aside, I, but I think that this is very much Gary's show. He is earning the, he's earning his right to almost be, to have this kind of personality almost like, and I, yeah, I mean, like they're definitely pairing them off a bit. I didn't think Queen, Quinn was damseled too much because she's still pretty involved in that. She was still very much involved in this episode. She still does a lot of stuff and they are working well as a team when Gary's thinking about being on a team, when he can actually put his feelings of Quinn aside and actually do stuff. So I think actually it's I think the show is doing it really well from that standpoint. Yeah, so you're arguing that uh Gary's earned the dramatic moment that he gets with saving. Or that Quinn. he's earned Quinn. That's what I Right, which is clarify. which is I right. I think he I think he is earning Quinn's respect. Mhm. Okay. Because and he, because and he's earning the dramatic vote and he's justifying his personality a bit. Right. So if you're arguing Gary, you know, Gary's a cool action hero now and that's been earned from the show. Sure. But, um, you know, certainly he hasn't earned Quinn as like a romantic partner. Um, he's, that- he's earned he's earning it. Earning, I, not earned. I, I, I think I, I think mean, it's the, it's the, completely the unrelated is- to all of the <laughs> the, the, the action sequence build up stuff, you know, like that is nothing really to do with each other. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess also, like, like a little bit you, from you in, a, in a real life perspective. Yeah, Michelle. You you can't earn a person. That's yeah. just like not how things work. Yeah. You can't like think someone belongs to you because of whoever you are and what you did. Like they're their own person. You can't ever earn them. So yeah, just want to clarify that. Yeah, I, well, yeah, I think in, in real life, no. But at the, but at the same time, this show is a bit. You know, this show isn't really hemming to what real life even is. I, I guess I guess John's arguing from like a uh, narrative building relationship perspective. Yes, like, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is it's not a, it's not a great way to discuss it like that. But um, I, I get where this is coming from to a certain extent. Um, yeah, uh, J- Michelle brought up a good point with the uh, with that scene that I missed when they're ca- almost captured. Now it's over, and then Quinn asks, like, "Why do you even uh, like me?" And um, Gary says, you're everything I'm not. And then he gives this like, love isn't a formula. Um, it's it's real and raw, <laughs> again, with the, the real raw face. Um, yeah. uh, yes, and then yes, I'll get a drink with you. So that, I feel like that's a pretty key scene. And I agree with Michelle that it's like being aware of of like why why yeah why is this a thing why does why does gary even like quinn and she asked him that um i i didn't i didn't necessarily connect with that leading to them being romantic the rest of the way like was she no. satisfied with this answer like, I'm, st- I'm starting to think so like maybe like another big handicap in terms of this relationship that it is it's so about you know, Gary's journey. Like, think about how much we learn about him and his backstory with his father and his motivations and seeing him grow. But we we barely know anything about Quinn. So, like, maybe, honestly, maybe he was never shut up, set up in the show to be, like, kind of an equal, kind of, like, you know, it's always going to be Gary who's the leader. And, and Quinn's character has kind of been sidelined. That's potentially an argument for another day. But, like, maybe that's, like... A- <laughs> At its core, why it, it'll never feel quite like great to me, at least. Cause yeah, like if he really if he really does feel like Quinn's everything he isn't and he he wants to be like her, 
why don't we see that develop more between them? Why doesn't he become someone she he tries to model himself after and like be better in certain ways that he feels like he isn't that he can grow from? Like the growth is the thing that like I really yeah. like just like wish it happened. Yeah, when I when I heard uh, Gary say you're you're everything I'm I'm not, that's why I mm. like you. I thought that was an indictment on his character, not on his relationship with Quinn. Like, isn't that doesn't that mean right. he should try to yeah, change himself as yeah, a person? That's, exactly. That's, that's what, what I, I thought, that's yeah. what I keep waiting for. That he's so like, oh, it, yeah, I'm motivated just, by you being so cool, and I want to be cool like you. Yeah, which is like, fine. I, like that's what that I thought that would lead to. That I was just confused with how it transitioned into the get a drinks thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it ends up they just, just dropped being it. The, uh, opposites attract, guys. Yeah, and it, they just leave it kind of at that like base level of like, oh, that explains everything. All right, but yeah. I don't feel like it does. I mean, I think it was like for a moment, it was the most aware the show has been of the Gary Quinn relationship. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah. I think to a certain I extent, agree. the show is aware of what it's 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 doing. I mean, I think like uh, there's there's moments throughout, but they didn't. They're, they're still trudging along. That's kind of the thing. It's like we kind of we kind of get. That the, we get that the start in a problematic place. Like, the, clearly this episode gets it by bringing back the guy that Gary knocked out and Gary's like looking into the reflection while he's floating up and being like, ah, oh, you suck, Gary. Like, um, like we get that Gary was an asshole before. And now that, uh, well, and- but, but I mean, when he finds the guy, he, he does that thing where he like does the dramatic poses and it's like, oh, you're so awful. Oh, I'm the worst. But like, you can't take it seriously because he's making these dramatic poses. So it kind of feels like episode one Gary all over again in that moment. Right. I think he's still self-absorbed even when yeah. he's criticizing oh, yeah. himself. Oh, yeah. yeah. Def- he's definitely still self-absorbed. Yeah. So, I mean, it, like, it's, it's, but like, so like the show is, is, is potentially aware of all these things we've been criticizing and yet it's, it's still going right along with it, you know? Yeah. Like, it's not changing him yeah. at all. It's just proving to Quinn that who he is is fine and she should mm-hmm. accept him as he is. I think, I think Gary has changed a lot. Um, since yeah, the first episode. I, I, I did want to step in. Like, we used the word self-absorbed. But at the same time, this show has been trying to push that Gary puts other people's lives ahead mm-hmm. of his own. So self-absorbed is probably the wrong word. But at, at the same time, over dramatic, over self-deprecating to the point of uh, getting other people to pity him. Like, that. that's the, the uh, at least my core issue with it. That, like, this is all based on slowly wearing down Quinn, slowly getting him to feel pity for Gary not being able to progress. And, but, like, taking out the good parts of his personality, but, like, ignoring the parts that might be more problematic. And uh, I think uh, Michelle also pinpointed something here where we barely know anything about Quinn. Like, we had that dropped uh, my sister line from episode five that never, that hasn't materialized in anything. We had the one scene where uh, she and Tribor were fighting with the Infinity Guard. Besides that, we haven't really gotten solo Quinn. So, like, because of that, and because of just the roots of the show as a male centered uh, program. So like it's hard to really see Quinn's side of things, which is what makes it difficult to connect. Like it, it on an episodic level, in this episode in particular, I, I didn't find much of a problem with it. Like I think that it executes the moments very well. But yeah, if we're just considering this on a show level, like it, it this show hasn't done enough, or it just it hasn't landed this relationship in a way that's believable at all, or or. In a way that it can avoid being overly cheesy, it ha- it, it just feels cheesy. <laughs> very. I, 
it, I think honestly, you're deliberately going with the cheese route. But deliberate doesn't make it good. Exactly. Okay. Deliberate doesn't make it good. And I'll say, like, honestly, I feel like in the past couple episodes, uh, Gary is bonded on a level with little Kato that he hasn't reached with Quinn. Just them bonding over the loss of both of their fathers and having that kind of conversation about it. It was a quick conversation, but it was an actual conversation. I would have loved to have seen something with that with Quinn, like if she could have divulge some of her past and how like she has empathy for him because of something she experienced or like you know just like anything but i i think this show's focused so hard and just like you know the romantic aspect that like it comes at the loss of quinn's other aspects of being a character i i, I mean i do i do agree with that though but the but the advantage with the avocado with the uh, little kato uh, relationship was that that at least came up within the course of the plot of the show itself oh, totally There's that natural connection that, and I will say, like, I mean, Gary is the most filled in character on this whole show. Like, I don't, not really, no other character has really gotten a lot of uh, uh, time and attention. Maybe Lord Commander, maybe. Avocado uh, got m- more development in that one episode yeah, before Ava, he died. Avocado and Lil Kyle both, I think, that, have more development and backstory that, than Quinn. Like, my, and th- this is my, you know, def- deference, to the, deference to the crew uh, line of thinking. Maybe they're going to hold it for episode 10 season two possibly i don't know like i but I, I i agree i would like to see you know a little bit more a little bit the other characters getting flushed out a little bit more as yeah. as if, if the show lasts more than a season like i do think they deserve quinn deserves at least that yeah quinn, quinn doesn't have explicit backstory but um she's a much better character than little kato little kato has nothing going on quinn has a lot of, we've seen a lot of different um emotions and uh, insights into her mindset and stuff like that we also have um nightfall um i think five and seven are kind of the big quinn perspective episodes uh where five is um it, it's like learning to trust gary but at least it's through quinn's perspective on what's happening and then seven uh, I disagree. is that that episode is entirely from gary's perspective of course <laughs> right i mean we, we debated on <laughs> On that podcast yeah. i gave the I, I gave the potential viewing that it's from quinn's perspective at least i think there's at least an attempt to do it through that and then seven is um which is maybe why we found it pretty successful is largely quinn centered but it's nightfall so it's kind of not um not it's, quinn it's yeah. like quinn and kind of quinn yeah, yeah. Quinn and kind of quinn <laughs> but at least but at least it's been it's is a lot of quinn whereas these two episodes eight and nine eight is is quinn is literally watching gary do the big moment on the screen and she's reacting yep. to that and then this episode is very much um gary just continually trying to ask her and then um you know it's not necessarily centered through either of them through uh you know through the action but it's like gary's attempts to to ask her out and alex um has it on potentially big point with this is like gary wearing quinn down and it's hard not to see it like that considering he just keeps asking her in this episode been wondering that the whole show and we're nine episodes in it's pretty clear that's just that's just the dynamic that's it is the, is there a reading where I mean clearly the show has tried to do other build up um we've had the trust thing episode five last last um episode Quinn saw like the core emotional core of Gary um so I think it's like just it's tried to justify it not with like Gary just asking a bunch of times it's like on Quinn's own time of like of, of like her relationship with him coming into focus exactly that's that's the most successful I think the show has been handling it when it's more about Quinn just like seeing him. Mm-hmm. Being a good person and, and putting himself before other people and like 
you know, showing that he has positive, like, admirable traits. But this, the, the wearing down, like, it, it steps in every couple of episodes to be, like, just, just this glaring thing in the background. But, like, yeah, I, I mean, it's not like that's the only part of their dynamic. And there are really strong parts to it when she gets to just, like, recognize things and, and, and have her space. But when he, he kind of, like, hounds her down, it just, like, becomes, like, back into focus. And it's like, oh, man, no, not again. Yeah, I, th- I think I would argue that, um, and you guys can tell me whether you agree or disagree, that this episode, if um, if it would be fine, the wearing down, quote unquote, in this episode would not be seen as a problem if we did not start from where we started from with Gary Quinn. I think it's just the problem of the videos and the jail and everything with that. <laughs> well, I think- yeah, I, I agree with that. This is a problem that has been building since the introduction. Like yes. As I mentioned, in a vacuum, this episode is pr- it handles it okay ish like it also like does a good job like in the middle of the fighting sequence like gary makes a remark about did you know you look good in this lighting or something and quinn's like oh stop or something yeah, like yeah. so like they, they make little attempts to like build up chemistry in this episode so in this episode it's fine it's more of just like adding this episode to the library we have of the quinn gary relationship yeah, and I, where it becomes more issued and i don't think the library past episode one is even is even like the issue i think it's all the beginning i think it's all this foundations and it's it's like in the beginning the first podcast we said i really wonder if we can get past this because this is such a problematic starting point for um gary's feelings towards quinn because they're not legitimate he doesn't know she is he's obsessing over her like that's not the foundations for a relationship and I really just don't think we've gotten past it. I think that they've tried, they've done a lot of successful individual scenes that because we know where it's coming from in the beginning, just have ultimately have not gotten there with, with Gary and Gwen. Like, yeah, because it, it doesn't tackle the roots, right? It, exactly. it tackles the, the, the superficial look of things or like how the relationship is in that very moment. But we're not really tackling the personality part, which is kind of the basis of where the main issues of the relationship lie. If uh, if if Gary and Quinn meet in episode four, that's the first time they've ever seen each other. And then you kind of get rid of a little bit of the stuff in six with Quinn viewing all the videos, but keep the last video. I think this is a great romance. Yeah, I, I mean, sure. But that's that's not what we got. We can't just cherry pick. We can't rewrite history. But yeah, I think I, I think. To, to give the show at least a little bit of credit, at least on the uh, comparing the starting point versus where we are now. Mm-hmm. The starting point was that Gary, this is from my perspective, Gary was not a very sympathetic character. He was like, I mean, I was watching that and I was just thinking, dude, you saw her two, you saw her 10 minutes in a bar. I mean, this is me freshman year. So, <laughs> yeah, yes, uh, I would. I'm not I'm not going to bore my listeners. They could message me on Twitter if they want to hear about it. Uh, basically, what happened is like. You watch that and you're like, dude, come on, get over it. It's five years. She's not responding. Uh, this is before you realize that the ones are getting here. Stop responding. She's forgotten who you are. And let's face it, you acted like a total and complete prick. Yeah. But, but one thing I did like when Quinn became a regular cast member, at least, is that when he is confronted sort of with her in the flesh and realized that it's like, okay, uh, you know, she's with him now. That with him on the ship, she he has to do. He's doing all these things. He's trying to be heroic. It at least got him to a point. She was at least able to knock him down a peg. Where it's like, oh, uh, where he has to think back. And go, oh, um, well, uh, this is awkward and all that. And like he had to be. I feel like he needed to be flustered. He needed to be knocked down. He needed to be sort of confront himself. I am 
a little disappointed that it still hasn't he still hasn't really uh ta- like progressed in that era like he has progressed i'd still a little i feel like he hasn't really sort of done enough con- self confrontation with himself this and this last bit he did sort of but i think it was more a case of like him regretting that he left the guy on the floor for 5 years rather than anything else like he, the the better parts of his character have been at least accentuated to the point where that bad beginning was more just okay it's still it's still part of his character but it's not his whole character at least mm-hmm. yeah i think i think do think this episode attempts to tackle him being an asshole in the beginning and um he's he recognizes it and is like you are an asshole you're an asshole um i don't think we've seen much come out of that yet it's more just him responding to it well yeah, yeah because it, it, a, a, yeah. a similar thing happened in the episode um sits i think where, where we have all the videos and then at the end uh, gary does uh, the final video like I, I know that i like have word word ria and things like that i'm sorry about that mooncake and so, like, nods. It, yeah mooncake nods and quinn is like oh okay let's go help them but like it, it, in that moment it's like okay gary's self-aware but like it, if in the long run, do, does it matter if nothing changes about that? Yeah, and that's the question because that's like one thing I appreciate about the show Bojack Horseman because Bojack will say like, oh, I'm a piece of shit. But he also like has so much self-sabotaging characteristics. Like that's what makes it interesting. Like nobody's like, oh no, Bojack, like it's fine. And like, people call him even, out on his shit. People like, call him out on him and it's like, dude, you have to, you have to make, you have to do the work to like get you can't just get sympathy if you're not trying to be better and i think that's a similar issue with gary in that regard like he's not really like we have seen great aspects of his character come to light through various episodes in different circumstances but he himself i don't think has really done the work and I, i thought quinn might be a great motivation for that but that's not really what ended up happening with their dynamic at all so it's just it's just like another thing to consider moving forward if there is a season two yeah i think bojack's a good comparison because bojack horseman the character is like much more of an asshole than gary yeah. like he's he's a horrible person and gary's just like kind of uh kind of this douchebag but and that's why i think we're supposed to like kind of let some of his stuff slide though because it's not so overt but it's yeah. also not great and i think it's fair to to sh- talk about it yeah i think i think i think the, gary intentionally an asshole in the beginning of this show is supposed we're supposed to see him grow and not be an asshole anymore and i don't think it's ne- and i think that's true we've seen that he's a better person now but it's not um you know not in the way that's like satisfying that he like he hasn't gotten what he deserved from the beginning or whatever that's like a right. ven- vengeant viewpoint on that but yeah it's, and you know, I, the- like i think john mentioned something earlier about uh, it the show kind of giving off that uh, gary has earned this through his accomplishments through uh, like gaining some kind of respect for what he's done but like that that's a bit of a of a dangerous thing to go down right like mm. I, i'm falling in love with you because of what you've done rather than who you are like that 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 is a bit of a, a very tough line to walk if you're going to try showing that that's a really yeah. good point yeah um the gary quinn stuff is kind of caught up in the gary as a, as a bad as an asshole and improving and um yeah it's just i don't know it just hasn't been super satisfying seeing it grow from the place that it started um like there so many sweet romantic moments in this episode alex mentioned the emergency lighting line which i thought was really clever like mm-hmm. um emergency lighting brings out your hotness i didn't like the hotness word choice but um it's I very think they, it's very good it, it's yeah. in gary's personality yeah. and that yeah. the, the ending sequence where they're embracing as the world is ending around them, like that sequence is beautiful <laughs> like, right. it, it's, I, like it's it's yeah. undeniable like it, that, even it, i agree like 
as someone who has like so many, you know, feelings and thoughts about this relationship, I cannot deny it was like it was very moving and it does it like context aside, it was very touching. Like it's an intense situation and they're holding on to each other and like they're going through this together and like you feel that. It's yeah. just like all the other stuff surrounding it that keeps it from being, I think, really, really strong. Right. I'd, and for me personally, I'm I, I, I'm able to isolate the episode, I guess. Um, and um, like I clearly don't ship Gary and Gwen at all, nor do I really like their relationship. Um, but I thought that it was fine in this episode and it functioned well in the surrounding context. Like this and four to me, like we're able to we're successful in isolating the the potential problems and not bringing them into the episode but like i still think it's bad overall and could see how it would influence the episode yeah yeah i put i, I mean i put the gary uh quit i put the gary quid ship i ranked that pretty highly on discord when i decided to rank every ship that that we <laughs> likelihood yeah well it's clearly happened so <laughs> it's karen 100 we knew karen. what was gonna yeah. happen yeah so i'm i'm again i i've been i've been on the banging the drama of this we're doing a subversion with gary quinn this uh, this is the opposite of a subversion cha- chapter nine. This this is <laughs> yeah, the this is a confirmation that our fears were true. The whole yeah, time. but it's not the last episode, so I'm oh, interested to see what in. happens in the last episode. I don't think I I don't <laughs> think at this point uh, time I'm off timelines. I'm off get subversion, but I, there is still a last episode. No, but what if they subvert the Gary Quinn by pushing Quinn into a time portal? Oh my god! Wait, isn't that what Nightfall oh is? My god. Yeah. Whoa, <laughs> so that's how Nightfall happens. <laughs> Gary has to push Quinn into the final space to save the world. Ah. Wait, why would that save the world? I don't know, but <laughs> yeah, she oh, maybe she has maybe she has the bomb. Uh, yeah okay that, that, that could happen yeah um okay no actually talk. that that makes that actually makes sense kind of we have, actually to, does we have to we have to we have to explain why why gary's just floating in space with nobody around okay him. well we'll talk about that so let's talk about the the things we need to resolve here at the end of the episode we get the message from the lord commander hand over mooncake uh uh mooncake's like chocolate like no uh, yeah yeah and then um they, well, he was very menacing, Lord Commander, in this, and then he's like, um, an armada of ships is, uh, is, is there, and, um, they go and to And the final the fa- space theme song plays. Yeah. yeah. Ships come in. No, ah. it's serious. Yeah, if it's a war, he, uh, we want, if he wants a war, he's got one. Yeah, that ending shot, and then, like, zooming out from them in the, in the cabin or whatever, and then going, yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. It's, also, it's, it, Lord Commander's delivery of the, of the few lines he got, I think we mentioned this already, but they're excellent. Like, yes. then death it is. Okay. <laughs> and of course, and, and that video with him and uh, Gary's father, it's like, after this is done, can we get taquitos? Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, oh bro, get some taquitos, bro. Yeah. I'm like, sorry. Oh it's like, God. I'm becoming such a big David Tennant <laughs> fanboy again. It's so embarrassing. He's really good in the show. Yeah. Oh, um, also, a notable line that might be related to what we're going to do in the finale. Like, well, um, little Cotto's like, we're going to close the breach and you will die. And uh, Lord Commander's like, I look forward to it. Yeah, he's so, all in too. Yeah, like, I wonder if that's meant to sarcastic or if there's a n- different motive that we're not seeing here that might lend to him actually wanting to die or wanting them to close the breach. I think we're reading a little into that, but we'll see. Okay. We'll see. It's possible. At, at the very least, the end of this episode is setting up a pretty straightforward at war action finale. Mm-hmm. Do we do we buy it that that's what it's going to uh, be? It did feel very Voltron-y. <laughs> very very Voltron setup. To do we think it's a Voltron finale? I'm I've been the one saying we're we're doing crazy things, narrative things. We're subverting stuff. We're doing timelines like this. That the setup here is not for that. 
No, uh, but but we do still need to figure out what Final Space actually does if it's related to timelines. And how yeah. Mooncake's going to fit into that. Yeah, and yeah. and as John mentioned, what is the, what are these pre-credit scenes? Because once again, we get one minute left. The cookie timer thing continues from last episode, and it's very somber. Um, mm-hmm. And he says, "It's an honor to be your friend." Um, how is this tying in? Because this has to be resolved. What's how is Gary floating in space? How does this tie into the pilot? Is this the pilot? Um, like, what's uh, what's how are we getting to this point? Is this an alternate timeline? Is this the end of the show? Well, that's. I mean, I'm pretty sure the that sequence when he's floating is what's going to happen in the last episode. Like that's right. that, that's in yeah. the last maybe two minutes of the episode will be that point. Yeah, clearly that's level one. Is that this is this is the, what the finale said? Yeah. Laugh, laughing at me, my conspiracies like, uh, with level no, two. No, because you're like that's the one level, but now let's go to level ten. <laughs> yes, <analysis."> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I like it. It's gonna be. I think I really start. I really think it's gonna be a case where he's is about to die and all that, and it's just gonna end with a ship zooming in, saving him. It's gonna be full of people he doesn't recognize, and credits. Right. This is this is level one. Yeah. I I I don't want this. I really don't want this. I want some crazy shit happening in the last episode. I and really I don't. think this show will do that because like that that's been what this show's been doing. Like just throwing like that Titans reveal out of nowhere. So like. Yeah. I I fully expect to be surprised in some way by the finale. Yeah, I think it's guaranteed to have something surprising. Like, Titans did come out of nowhere. We kind of did pretty narratively straightforward things with the Titans, but they did come out of nowhere, and the similar thing could happen in the finale. We could do timelines with Night... We did explain Nightfall to a side... I'm really worried we're not going to do anything with Nightfall in the finale, because episode 7 kind of wraps Nightfall. Yeah, they, 7 yeah. and 8. I don't know if she's going to come back, because she's like, oh, they're fine now. They don't need me anymore. That seemed pretty definite. I will yeah. say, if, if Nightfall does not come back, and the Titans don't really relate and it's kind of an straightforward action finale, which isn't going to happen, but to like, if that's enough of the case, then I don't think this season has has really had a, a great con- uh, continuing thread throughout the whole thing. I think it's had, like, individual uh, arcs, that, individual episodes that have been good on their own, like, self-contained. But, like, Nightfall, I don't think is satisfactory looking back if that's all she was. Um, you know, I don't think the Titans thing is, if it doesn't go anywhere, I don't think, you know, uh, Lord Commander's sickness and stuff. Like, I know I, there's all the stuff that we need to, there's a lot of pressure on this last episode, I feel like, if, if this is going to be seen as a season that um, comes together really well. Well, I don't think I, I think it probably won't, but it doesn't mean the show is it's failed or anything. You know, it's just it just means it's better episode by episode than than season long viewpoint. But again, we haven't seen the finale. Yeah, I mean, like I, I did my personal ranking since I, I like I haven't I haven't actually been doing that in these past couple of episodes. But like looking back, I do think that eight, seven, and nine, uh, seven, eight, and nine are all like top half episodes. So I I think I agree with the fact that like this show is getting stronger as we're reaching the ending. Yeah. So like, I think the show has done a good job of convincing me to trust in the finale and, uh, like just throwing all sorts of wild shit. at us. That's one thing I appreciate. Like this, this show seems pretty okay with just like throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks and what ends up working out really well and what maybe didn't work out good. But I feel like those are the kind of risks that you should take with the show. Cause you don't quite know what you have until you make it, you know, it's all conceptual. Um, and now they'll have a whole season of their belt and they can reassess their priorities. And hopefully if they get a season two, they can come back stronger than ever. Yeah, I mean, pending the finale, I've certainly been blown away visually and um, by right. going big within what they've been doing with these seven, eight, and nine. I haven't definitely have not been blown away by like narrative complexity. I think that hasn't <laughs> been there. Yeah, yeah, I w- yeah I'd agree. Yeah. 
I mean, I def. I mean, yeah, I I agree with on the visuals thing, though. I do. I will say this about the show: it feels it's feeling it feels comfortable in its own skin, which is nice. It knows what it wants to do. It knows it knows where it's aiming for. It's not aiming to be the next. I don't know space Steven Universe or whatever, but it, it it's it's more like it's in space. Uh, yeah, it's it's more, <laughs> I know it is. <laughs> oh wait, shit. Okay, so bad example. No, um, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I it, like it is. It, it. I agree. It feels comfortable with it, what's it, what it's, it's doing. It's, it feels, it's almost. It's almost leaning towards being like the next Futurama. It's it's it hasn't it hasn't tried to do more than it's doing. Basically, like, I think that's this episode's strength. That's why I think nine. It's either for me four or nine is the best episode heading into the finale. That's because nine is uh, it's it, like it's doing a specific thing. We're going the earth. We're getting the bomb. We're doing the end of the world Gary Quinn romance arc aesthetic, and it's we're just going to do that fucking fantastic, and that's all we're doing. Like I think that's. I think that's great. That's a great decision. Like that's that was super successful. But for a finale, I you know I like a little bit more. So we'll see. <laughs> and uh, I. I do think, like, I made the comparison to Voltron before, but, like, I've complained about Voltron in the past because their finales are often just full action sequences the entire episode, and that gets boring after a while to me, personally, as well animated as it can be. But, like, this show has done a good job of melding action sequences with humor, with emotional depth. So that's why I'm more hyped about this. Even if we begin with the simple setup of, okay, Space War, let's have fights for the beginning of the episode. I still trust in the show to make that exciting by sprinkling in the other elements that have made this show so interesting to watch throughout this entire season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I'm hoping hoping for that. We'll be very, very hyped for, for this next week. Finale. Two, two random things uh, uh, before we end here. The Turtles... Oh, um, the turtles! Uh, another strong, another strong Kevin line of this is so wrong. Yeah. Kevin knows, man. Kevin knows. I that was uh, I was that was pretty fucked up with. The yeah, turtles. Well, I did not, they just the, kept the, coming. At least like twelve of them. Yeah, the 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 the, 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 the uh, sound effect on it all. Oh, it's oh yeah, it was, it was so gross. Some yeah. really nice foley guys on the, yeah. the, the turtle but it smash. Was, uh, but it's disgusting. <laughs> oh yeah, how do you get that? You smash turtles to get them? We no, should I hope maybe not. someone will tell us. Like hey. <laughs> I was What's in the, the Foley department. Yeah, what was face? This is the thing we use for the turtle smash sound. Hey, we threw eggs at Olin Roger's windshield. <laughs> oh awesome. my god, what if what's they did? That would be so amazing. Oh, that was so that was brutal. Okay. Um and then uh, Hugh saying, uh, Gary, would you stop making the face and hurry up? Yes, finally. Someone yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. uh, when I saw that, I thought I thought Quinn was imagining him making the face. Like, oh, Quinn's starting to like it. And then he was like, Gary, stop making the damn face. Yeah, I was like, yep. Yeah. I was like, there we go. That's both. Yeah. That was, that's, uh, Hugh had a lot of great lines, I think, in this episode. There weren't many, but the ones that he had were really funny. Hugh's, Hugh's always great, yeah. Um, so I think the side characters definitely shined. You know, we got incredible, even though you guys don't appreciate him. Incredible Tribor. Tribor is Kevin, fine. Kevin, I appreciated Tribor. Yeah. Um, Pure just, of spirit, apparently. He's, he's pure. He's our leader. He's our resistance leader. Okay. Um, final thoughts on this episode. And any last-minute finale predictions you want to get in, Michelle? Uh, I I still feel about the same as episode, but again, it's not bad prediction. I I don't even you know honestly I don't even want to have any predictions for the finale. I just like okay don't want to have any expectations. Just like take it whatever happens and then just like assess it from there. Because like I honestly don't know what they're gonna do. It could be very straightforward. It could be like crazy shenanigan nonsense that ends up working great. Like who knows. I want to wait and just like find out. 
That's that's a healthy opinion. That's not one we we encourage on this podcast. We encourage mindless speculation. <laughs> from me. Emphasis on mindless. <laughs> oh, shots fired. Are you? Is that is that uh, about my speculation, Alex? Eh, I don't know. Okay, that's <laughs> take it how you pro- will. Proper backing off there. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Alex. Final thoughts, predictions. Um, well, stray observations of things we haven't mentioned here. I, I enjoyed during the action sequence where they're breaking into the into the complex. Uh, Quinn does the slow motion matrix cartwheel, and she's talking at the same time. <laughs> like that was a, a good piece of parody. I, I enjoyed that. Um, at the very end, uh, when they see, we see Lord Commander, you notice that his brain is exposed. Like that, that's a little uh, weird. <laughs> like I, I get his body's deteriorating, so I guess this is just like the final version of him before he is going to, is going to die. But I, I like that visual as well. Um, and as for predictions of the finale, I expect uh, some Gary Quinn emotional moment. I expect. Mm-hmm. Mooncake to have a, a, to be both cute and menacing, and I expect Little Kato to continue to not be a character. Uh, these are the uh, these are the fucking coldest Shut takes I've ever heard. I, oh well, that God. reminds me, my one take would be that Kevin has a great one-liner and does something cool. That's wow. my one prediction. Yeah. This is not real predictions. Okay. This is absolutely <laughs> real. You wait and see in a week's time. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. John. My, my, my real prediction yes. is that Gary throws Quinn into the portal. We already Quinn, said that. We already used And Quinn said that. Quinn becomes a titan in the Thank future. Thank you. That's a good prediction. <laughs> That's a fucking good so prediction. So you want the crackiest crack we got is what you want then, Dylan. I'm convinced. I'm on board this Quinn oh, becomes my a titan. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nightfall is a, is a Titan. Villain. It's happening. Wow. I can't believe we solved it. Remember when we thought Lord Commander was actually Gary from the Yeah, Gold is Lord Commander? Oh my God. Is, is, is that still in play that Lord Commander's Gary? Or I mean, sure. Why not? Pass. Sure. Pass? Okay. Well, see, we'd get into another paradox thing because Gary was in the same space as past Lord Commander with the, his dad. So, yeah, like, that we have to. Nightfall and Quinn were in the same can spot. We, can we please keep our predictions yeah. within this space time continuum? No. There are John. several continuums in this show, though. Yeah. John, it, final thoughts, and um, which I think is. Uh, don't they have a segment called Final Thoughts? Yeah. Um, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and predictions, uh, John. Uh, the real moral of the story is if you are in a bar and you see someone lying down on the stall, don't wait five years to go figure out if he's okay. I mean, really. I mean, I mean he was taken it, into custody soon after. Yeah, but at the same time, there was a guy lying in the stall for five years. Did no one think to maybe peek inside and see why he was lying there? Or is this just one of those places, one of those bars where people just assume he's a drunk and passed out because he had too many tequila shots? Yeah, why did the janitor so. do anything? Yeah, I guess there's no janitor. I mean, I mean, in New York, maybe janitors just don't give a shit about drunk about drunks. I don't know. Yeah, finale predictions, John. Uh oh, okay, fine. Uh, finale prediction. Uh, that drunk guy says no. Um, uh, that uh, uh, finale prediction is that e- that e- everyone will die, with the exception of Gary, who will get saved. It's a cold prediction, I know, but I have a feeling that they're just going to be brutal and kill everybody off. Everyone dies except Gary. That's a hot take because Gary's the one that's dying in the in the pre credits. So everyone, I, everyone dies but Gary. Okay, I and like that. how do we do season two? No season two. No, finally get like time stuff maybe in that. Yeah, case. it's an that alternate timeline. Gary yeah. tra- Gary travels to an alternate timeline to reunite with Quinn. We do we do the Gary. same season over, but it's just <laughs> it's like variations. Just, 
No, <laughs> season two, he gets rescued by a ship full of Ventrexians. We do the same More season cats. over, yeah. but instead it's Quinn instead of Gary, and Gary instead of Quinn. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I would love that. That kind of see them would doing be, like that, to be honest. It that would be, be equally if, unhealthy, but I would watch <laughs> the crap out of that. It would it would be ambitious, sure, sure, but yeah, that's what we're doing. Okay, um, I'm on board this uh, this hot new theory going around that uh, <laughs> that Quinn is going to turn into a Titan. I'm on board with that one. So that's I think we're that's what we're doing. I'm sold. Okay, but we will see. And yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> one of one of the crazy things we've said this these uh, ten hours podcasting on the show will come true in the finale. That's my prediction. That's probably still a hot take to be honest. Because prob- <laughs> nothing probably with nothing. Kevin is a hot take for a wrong reason though. Kevin is, I don't know, he's going to, something with the Titan, Lord Commander, um, timeline, alternate timeline, Kevin. Are, are we going to do an interstellar thing where they send the robot to do the bomb? Oh, <gasps> no, that would mean that Rip you Kevin. have to take <laughs> sacrifice. You take that back, Alex. Take Kevin. it back. You don't want, no. I mean, that'd be a perfect culmination of his character, but no, that would be too much. Kevin is Tars. Oh god, he oh. is. He's gonna take the bomb and he's gonna go into final space and save everyone. And it's gonna I mean, be so sad. Stellar. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I think spoilers for that. I think we already did that with um with the insertion in in a previous episode. It wasn't enough of a sacrifice. <laughs> More sacrifices. Okay, so dramatic Kevin moment. That's our final prediction. Um, let us know your finale predictions. Get them in before next week. Uh, tell us on YouTube comments or overlyanimated.com. Uh, make sure you subscribe to Namas our finale stuff. Uh, yeah, let us know what you thought of our discussion here. Did we spend too long once again talking about Gary and Quinn? Uh, yeah. t- talk about final space with us on our Discord, overlyanimated.com slash Discord. Support us via Patreon, patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thank you very much to all of our patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, OtakuGuy01. And thanks as always to our patron executive producers, John Ryan, Steve, Alex, Andy, and Hugh. Um, check out other, a uh, bunch of other awesome animated show content that is coming out in the future when this podcast comes out at overlyanimated.com. And uh, yeah, we'll see you for the finale. Going to be hype. We'll see you on the other side. Have they said that in the show? I don't think so. But that's a spicy thing to say. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Talk to you guys later. Bye. Live long and prosper. No, not that. (laughs) Take care.